That's it. That was your cue. What was my cue? That right there. You're supposed to say, Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. That's right. Then you say, Myths from Around the World. Myths from Around the World. Okay, and a stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast. A stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast? Well, where are we? How are we going to get home? I'm going to get scared. Everything will be all right, trust me. Oh, and this is our submission for the Dog Days of Podcasting 2022. Hello and welcome to Boobs Campfire. As you probably already know, I am your new host for this podcast. You can't change the name of the podcast. Shut up, you. I can do whatever I want. I'm in charge. No, you're not. Please ignore Sir Hector. He's having a wee bit of an identity crisis. Hey, Kate's forgotten where he belongs. You can rest assured that I won't be forgetting this place for a long time. I thought I told you to move him to a safe distance, Jeffrey. He is at a safe distance. I can't leave him totally in the dark. I hate it when British men cry. Especially Sir Hector. He's so pathetic. I can hear you. All right. We're going to move on. Now, who is the next person up? Who's got their mess with him? Give it. Who's got him? I think I left mine back oh, there's the so many stories I that I I got mine, but I just did one. Ha! Looks like I'm the only one with some source material. I told you you'd need me. Nah, we just need your material. Ah, there it is. That's mine. Not anymore. See, you're up. I don't know. I'm not really comfortable in taking his stories. Me, don't you dare. Well, in that case, I will do it. You don't tell me what to do, Sir Hector. I am my own captain. Happy with the new shmee, Sir Hector? This entire thing is unacceptable. I won't stand for it. This is outrageous. Someone untie me. The Fourth Voyage of Sinbad the Sailor. Led by a desire to associate with other races and to buy and sell for gain, for the soul is prone to evil. I departed from Baghdad with my precious bales and set sail from El Bashra in a large ship on which a company of other merchants embarked in like fashion. For many days we had a pleasant journey among the islands, and all went well with us until, on reaching the wider sea, a mighty wind came up against us. The sea rose in great waves as the tempest increased, and we were in dire peril. More and more violent grew the gale, lashing the sea into a fury. The sails were rent, the masts were blown away, and we sprang a leak, and slowly the vessel began to sink. We gave ourselves up for lost, and indeed, when the waves passed over us and we sank, many perished, but... In the seething turmoil, it was my good fortune to be cast upon a broad plank, which I seized and held. Others were struggling for life near and by, and I was able to draw some of them to me. Sore buffeted we were by the wind and the wave, we mounted that plank and sat astride it. Thus, through the whole day and night, we drifted before the gale, 
now descending into despairing hollows of the sea, and now flung up on the mountaintops of billows. At dawn on the following day, the sea cast us like dead men upon an island, where, for many hours, we lay exhausted. Albeit, strength began to return to us again, and we arose feebly and struggled forth into the island. Fruits and herbs were there in abundance, and clear, fresh water, so we ate and drank and were revived. That night we slept upon the shore, and in the morning we arose strengthened and invigorated. When we had broken our fast, we set ourselves to explore the island, and had not gone far in this before we came to a great building. As we stood at the door of this, wondering who dwelt within, a partly naked man came out, and without a word seized us and led us into a spacious apartment, where we found ourselves standing before their king. He commanded us to be seated, and they brought us food of a strange kind, which we had never seen. My companions ate largely of this, but my stomach revolted at it, and I ate but little. A thing which preserved me from a terrible fate, for... As my companions ate, they became mad with a ravenous hunger, and ate more and more. Presently, they were given coconut oil to drink, and, when they had swallowed it, their eyes rolled in their heads, and they continued to eat in a frenzy horrible to behold. I was consumed with fear at these things, and said within myself, This is a tribe of the Magi, and their king is a ghoul. As I observed them attentively, I remembered a story of these people, how they seized on travelers and set this loathsome food before them to eat, and give them oil to drink, so that they swell out and eat more and more, until they are fattened to an enormous degree, and their minds are rendered like those of idiots, whereupon, in due time, they kill and roast them and serve them up as food to their king. And all these things I saw in the days that my companions were fattening, for there were others who had been seized before us, and each day one of these was killed and roasted and set before the king. While I was wasting away with fear and hunger, and it was on this account, they forgot me and left me to die in my own way. My companions had come to be like dull, heavy, stupid beasts of the field, so that they were placed in the care of the beast herd, who led them forth every day to the pasturage. As for myself, as soon as I observed that I was a failure, in that I would not fatten, and that none took heed of me nor marked my coming or going, I arose in the night and crept away among the trees surrounding the king's dwellings. Then, when morning came, I went forth with a heart of fear, knowing not what fresh terror I would encounter. In my wanderings back and forth, I came about midday to a stretch of green pasture, where I beheld with sorrow my late companions grazing on all fours and fattening like beasts for the slaughter, while the beastherd sat upon a rock and piped on an oaten reed. I breathed a silent farewell to them as those I should never see again and turned sadly away. My heart was cold within me. My steps were faltering as I wandered on, pausing here and there to gather edible herbs and roots, which, for want of something better, served to sustain life in my body. Journeying in this way, I came to a grove of a pepper tree, and there were men working in it, gathering the berries. Their aspect seemed to me to be peaceable, so I exposed myself and they approached me and pressed upon me, asking my name and whence I had come. 
for my aspect excited their curiosity. Then I unfolded to them the tale of the adventure, the perils and the horrors that had befallen me. And when I had related the sad case of my companions, they wondered greatly at my escape. While they resumed their work, they made me welcome amongst them and set nutritious food before me, the likes of which I had not tasted for many days. I regaled myself on their bounty and rested and was content. Studios presentation of the Myths from Around the World, a special Dog Days of Podcasting contribution. Sound clips are from GarageBand and can be found in their samples library. The stories that we have shared can be found at gutenberg.org. We can be found on Facebook on the Masterpiece Audio Theatre page, on nimlast.org, or you can email us at j at jglangjans.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 unported license. Thanks for joining us.